Welcome to Crime and Wine. I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchins, your host, and this is the show where I talk with other crime fiction writers about the stories of thrills and suspense that will leave you mystified, sometimes horrified, and always wanting more. Please join me in welcoming today's special guest. Well, hello out there. This is Pamela coming to you from um, dark Wyoming, uh, getting near the longest day of the year here now with lots of snow and cold out there. So I hope it's prettier from a warm perspective where you are. I love the snow. And this is another episode of Crime and Wine, as you already heard. And I'm super excited to welcome tonight's special guest. Hello, DK Hood. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I, I am good. And I've got to say, I'm enjoying the, your accent already. So different. What accent? <laughs> yeah, what accent? <laughs> I, I'm the one with an accent, right? <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, so this, as I mentioned, is DK Hood. You guys probably already know her as the author of the Kane and Alton series. And she's here to talk with us, lucky us, about number 17 in the series tonight. So Tell us, oh, tell us about number 17 and about the series. Yay, you've got a picture. So for those of you here in the podcast, you just mix, missed out on the beautiful cover of Chase Her Shadow, which is number no, 17. No, never miss out. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So this, is, this is a long-running series for you now. Yes, actually, I've just finished writing book 18. So, oh, my um, Yeah, and we had um, two prequels in there as well, so... It's um, it's gone to what twenty one. <laughs> so when you think about this series, is there ever a point where you think, "Gosh, when I get to fifty, I'm really done"? Or you know, do you think you could go on with these with these two t forever? Um, yeah, I, I think I can go on with them for as long as the, as the readers want to want to read them. Really, um, I've got plenty of stories in my head. I don't. I don't run out of stories for them. So, yeah, I think I could keep going for as long as they wanted them. So one of the things that I remember you telling me when you and I first started corresponding about the show was that you were happy. You're just you're, you're just happy when you're writing, that you love to write, that you can write all the time. And I believe you've said that you're also starting um, to add some other books into um, the lineup. Um Tell me the name of the new series that'll be coming out. Um, well, I'm nearly finished. I'm in the first, last couple of chapters of um, um, it's called Cats and Styles. Um, it's a it's a it's a story based in in um, the Rocky Mountain side of um, Montana uh, in a mining area, and it's an FBI field office. And I've got Beth Katz and Dax Styles in there. And, Beth is a very different type of FBI agent, which people will find out as we go along. Can't give too much away about her. And she's been teamed up with a um, with a maverick FBI agent who kind of does things his own way. So the two of them don't really get on really very well <laughs> to start with anyway. And, um, yeah, that's the, that's the gist of it. They, they, they're going to be doing all sorts of murder things but not, <laughs> a lot of serial a lot of serial killers and of course with i have the benefit which i didn't have with um 
with um, Kane and Alton was the fact that these can move anywhere. They can yeah. go anywhere, which right. for me is, um, is, is a nice little break to have them going anywhere. And to have two totally different personalities from Kane and Alton is another really good thing for me to write about because she's this character in this, she's very, very strong. Um, she's a very strong character and she's dominant, really. <laughs> And she's come up against another dominant guy, you know. So you've got these two trying to work together. Yeah, exactly. And he can't understand the way she does things and she can't quite understand the way she does, you know, he does things because he's he's out there, you know, he doesn't want to pull a gun. He'd rather beat people up. You know? <laughs> oh, so you're having a lot of fun writing this. Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm really loving it. It's, it's, it's nice. It's, I feel like there's no boundaries in this, in this, in this stories for me. Um, I'm sort of got things planned out in my head for the first two books. Um, at least that's what I've been contracted for. So I'm hoping that they, the, the readers are going to love them because I, I've got so many more things I could do with this couple. <laughs> and I love that you've still got Kane and Alton, who um, we're all in love with and fascinated with and following. And you get to do something that is still killery, like, you know, we were saying still murdery, but Very murdery. <laughs> different for you, you know, different characters yeah. so that you can from really uh, switch it up. For yourself well i wrote the two um i wrote book 18 and this one at the same time oh god so yeah and the only it's only just having to do all sorts of other things that life gets in the way that i hadn't had them both finished at the same time i was writing um the cats and styles in the mornings and um came it out in the afternoons did you so ever find yourself confusing them or wanting one to jump over into the other story and you know add their special spin no, not really. I do. I do. I have one character that's that is actually in both series. Oh, it's oh, just the, uh, um, it's just the um, Shane Wolf, the the medical examiner, because he's the medical examiner in Montana. So um, they, they call him in a few times. So he's in the story as well, which is nice to have someone else. And we have a few mentions of Black Rock Falls because, of course, they're all fictional towns. So right. they're going to be mentioning a town which is I can use. <laughs> which is the fictional towns I used in another book, which is quite good. I find that, you know, interesting. And if people have followed my writing, they'll go, oh, that's so-and-so. You know. I know that place. <laughs> then they'll yeah. go to Montana and be like, I can't find it on a map. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone say, you know, I've never found that place on a map. And I said, it's because it doesn't exist. Such it was a, me, <laughs> uh, me and Helen Jenner, my wonderful editor, we were sitting down um, sort of trying to work out a really good place that we came up with Black Rock Falls. This is how it came up. Uh, we had, I, I wanted to call it Mischief. And yeah. I thought that was a great name for a town, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, she said, no. <laughs> no. So it was Black Rock Falls. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, I, I love that as a person that lives pretty much on the border of Montana and Wyoming, that I can almost reach out and touch your fictional towns up there. Yeah, so, but, it, but it's a little too murdery for me. I don't really want to visit Black Rock Falls. <laughs> I imagine it has a thriving tourist industry. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think the people that go there are crazy. <laughs> so that kind of brings us to... Um, the current release, number 17, Chaser Shadow, which I had the pleasure of reading 
I, I got to read it early, you guys. I have a great life, okay? I admit it. I have a great life. And I finished reading it a few days ago. It's atmospheric. It's set around Halloween. So it it was it was a lot of murdery fun. <laughs> and, yet, you know, fun but still murdery. Um, tell us how you got uh, the idea for the story and a little bit about it, the, the elevator um, version. Well... This, 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 the stories don't, I, I don't know where the stories come from. It's sort of, and this is the thing I have my editor, you know, we're actually meant to give them a synopsis of what, what we're going to write about. Yeah. And I, I usually just say, well, this one's about Halloween. <laughs> and, and then when I finished, I send in a synopsis. <laughs> I love that. I'm going just to give that. <laughs> honestly, I just it's a waste of time. If I if I write a synopsis, poor Helen, she's got to have enough, you know, she she has to use it to to promote the book and everything like this. And I have to try and you know get through at least a half of this book before I can write write a synopsis about vaguely what it's about. Because give us something yeah. to go on. Because it, I know it's difficult, but it's just the way I write I, my. The books change as I go through, and I have sometimes people say, "Oh, I guessed who the, I guessed who the killer was in that one," and I thought to myself, "Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't Isn't know until the last couple say of that to you because that happens to me too, and I'm like, "Well, you saw something I didn't because I yeah. pretty much made it to the end and said, oh, hallelujah, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. It's terrible. I, love that. I, do, I just, I don't have anyone particularly worked out." Yeah, um, I have of suspects, and then as they go on, I think to myself, "Yeah, that he's the one that did it." And it's sort of that. I feel that like I'm, I'm going through the mystery myself, like you would if you're an investigator, you know. Exactly, and you're yeah. keeping it fresh for readers. This isn't canned. You are living it out, and it is coming out on the page. It's alive and yeah, you're happening <laughs> <laughs> in real time. So yeah, yeah so um, so the idea came from the mysterious ether. <laughs> as you were yeah. writing and um I, what i what i've loved about this one is the visuals to me were so good in this one we have um a couple of locations where there are murder victims and those are some pretty creepy places that um that they live these are um victims that live in places that might scare the rest of us and i thought that was so awesome with the halloween theme that i was pretty much the whole time going Ooh, <laughs> that's spooky. Well, I was. This is what I got. Actually, I got some of the um, the, the readers that are on the on, on Facebook, um, and I said to them, "Come up with some really creepy places for me." And this <laughs> is where this is where some of the creepy places came from. And I, I acknowledge them all in my books, but it's just a bit of fun we have. And I, I just thought, with, um, and I thought with um, as it's Halloween, I really wanted to turn up the the crazy meter on it a little bit, you know, just to yes. make it different. It did. And I, I loved it. And I absolutely love, I hope that the people that came up with those names are watching this to have heard that I didn't know that. And I immediately said, I loved the creepy places. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Them. Um, so when you are writing, I bet I know the answer to this question. Do you ever have characters that will just misbehave and not do what you thought they were going to do. Like you're riding along and then boom, they go in a direction you didn't expect. Um, my, uh, well, 
Yes and no. I sort of have some control over them. But the main thing, I think, really, is um, they all go in their own direction all the time. I, I, I just be, I'll just be writing it and it'll go, oh, no, they wouldn't do that. They'll do this. And it's, I sort of, I'm in the character, so it's what the character would do at that particular yeah. time. It's like having Jenna frightened in this book is that it's something I've developed over time that she's always been saying, well, I believe in ghosts. And right. James is what? Don't be silly. It's the live people you need to be frightened of. Um, he's the sensible one. But to just to make it a little bit more spooky, I had things happening with her that made her think, oh, is there? Is that a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> and, and things like that. So I think with the, the with me, the um, phone ringing of a night in of a night to me that's to me is if if the phone rings uh, around midnight, I'm terrified something's happened really bad you know yeah. someone rings you late at night so right. I thought that to me that's sort of where the whole story came around was about people ringing and I said what would be the most frightening thing in my head this is how it sort of works out what's the most frightening thing that could happen if someone rang you that was dead yeah that you thought was dead that would be the most frightening thing that could happen to you so um it, that's sort of where it started to develop and then it just went on from there that is totally creepy and you're right it is this nothing nobody calls for a good reason at midnight right i mean no, something something's right. wrong and then it for it to be somebody so i was being careful i did not actually give that plot point away that they were receiving midnight calls from dead people but it is super super creepy um so when you again i'm gonna guess now on the on our on our 45 minute relationship here that I know the answer to this. Like when you start writing a new series or start writing new characters, do you do any like writing backstories or character studies for them? Or are you pretty much a sit down and launch? Like I'm going to go and the story, the story and I are going to stay in sync together. Or do you plan it out ahead of time and, and, and think through your characters and their background? No, 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 I don't. The, the character arrives and he, whoever it is arrives with everything with him. I don't I don't seem to have that, have to plot out things or have to write character backgrounds or try and remember what colour eyes they've got or hair or everything. It's all in my head and it just all comes, as I said, it just all comes at once. I see, it, I see the person in my mind and, and I just write them and I just know what they are. That's sort of when that brought in Ty Carter and uh, and and, um, and Joe Wells and you've got to know. Uh, yeah. I could see them in my head and Ty Carter is, and the, Ty Carter is just exactly how I see him in my head. He is one of these really laid back sort of cowboys, you know? Yeah, and I like that's him. That's what he's like. <laughs> I think he's great. I um, I just think he's really good, and having him having him in there is just another different angle in the stories. You know, mm -hmm. it's just something different. They've got a he's got he looks at things differently to the others and things like that. It's the same with a lot of the characters in there. They're all got these different angles. They're all in there for a reason. You know, right? I really like Carter, and and I like Wolf, and I'm excited that you have him in the other book. Carter had me a little worried in this book. I spent a little time worrying about Carter. I got to tell you, that was good. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to worry. <laughs> it was working. I was a little bit concerned. Um, so we're going to do just some just for fun speed round questions. Unless there's anything we didn't talk about 
with Chase Her Shadow, um, the number 17 book in the Kane and Alton series. If we didn't cover anything, we should do that first because we're about to get fast and ask questions. Um, I, I think we've just about covered everything. If we give away too much for the story, no one will want to buy it. Oh, yes, they will. People love your books. All right. So um, where is the favorite place that you have traveled to or lived in? Um, favorite place would be Paris, believe it or not. I, I, I really loved it. I would love to go back again. Um, I had family in Montana, so we went there a fair bit and went to uh, Helena. Um, well, when I was young, but that's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful just down the road for me. And if you ever want to come back, you're welcome to come stay at our place. So you can use that. <laughs> do a writing retreat up here. We can kill people together. Um, <laughs> I, I do not mean that literally, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So with, let's see here. Um, are you a dog or cat or no pets person? Um, well, I don't have any pets because where I live, we're not allowed to have pets. Yeah. Um, but um, we have um, we have water dragons in our garden, ah. and a lot of eagles. We have the, um, the South Coast eagles flying around. They're bigger than the golden eagle, by the way. Wow! Because <laughs> <laughs> they might carry them away. <laughs> uh, yeah, they 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 seem to the the. the Water dragons are very smart. They keep right out of the way. But, um, yeah, the, the eagles, are, are, I just love I can't stop watching them. They're just fantastic. We get a lot of bald eagles around here at our house. We do get some of the golden yeah. eagles, but I love the bald eagles. I, I love birds of prey. I, yeah, I, me too, yeah. Pretty cool. I wonder if they'd be serial killers. Probably not. They'd probably, <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe they <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, okay, so when you get up and you're ready to write for the day, what is a DK Hood writing outfit like? Do you get dressed nice? Are you a pajamas or a yoga pants type of person? Um, well, anything without a bra. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was golden. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yes, you're definitely welcome to come stay with us. You're my kind of woman. Okay. Um, all right. So you win the lottery. Let's just millions and millions of, uh, of dollars. Um, what are the first five things you do with that money? Well, it'd be nine things, I think, because I've got nine kids and grandkids. So uh, I think I would spend it on them, set them up. That's very cool. Nine kids and grandkids. So you have a lot of fun. Birthdays, holidays. Good for you. We have five kids and a niece and nephew who we also claim, but only one grandkid. So I am one behind you. But I've, oh, I've got I've got seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids are the a best. lot older than you are. <laughs> kids are the best. Kids are the best. Expensive critters, but they're the best. Um, what is the silliest thing you keep in your office or your writing area? If you invest. What rocks? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have to explain. Rock. Um, I I love I I've got this thing about rocks, you know. Um, yeah. Different. Well, different rocks, you know. I, mean, I call them all rocks, but they're they're, they're things like um, turquoise and and lapis lazuli and and things like that. I just love all these different coloured rocks, and I've got a little bowl and I 
keep collecting them and it's getting higher and higher and higher. I love that. Okay. Um, so let's see. Um, if you could be something other than a writer for one day, would you do it and what would it be? I think I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> And probably you'd still write if you Oh, I'd have so much fun being a millionaire, yeah. <laughs> I'd be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel you on that. The things that the I'll things spend that every one fun. of those I'll spend every one of those twenty-four hours spending. <laughs> Your kids are like, that would be so great. <laughs> They know they're the first, your kids and grandkids are the first nine things you'd spend that money on. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. I have wanted to meet you for a long time since you've been writing serial killers on, you know, in my backyard, basically. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're keeping them fictional. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and I can't wait to um, to see number 18 and, and to see number one now of the new series. So yes, when, when, when do you think that one will uh, first release the new series? Um, well, we're still, it's, it's been scheduled, but I think it's around March next year they want to schedule it. But it was mainly waiting to see if I could actually write three books in what, six months. Yeah. Um, and I've, I'm, I've done it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Crazy so, yes. I'll, be, I'll be sending it into um I'll be sending it into Helen and then she'll be scheduling it. I think that's will be what's what's happening next. So I'm sure it'll be around March, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Will there be number 18 in Kane and Elton first? Um, or will we go straight to the next one? Um 18's finished and it's in it's in it's in editing now. It's, it's going to copy edits next. Um and um as I said, I've, I've I've only got a few chapters. It's just what's been happening this last couple of weeks in my life that's um, slowed me down, and I haven't yeah. been able to get things done. But um, the um, yeah, the Cats and Styles will be finished probably by the end of um, December. So. so it'll probably come first. Well, I'm looking forward to both of them, and I sure do appreciate you being on the show. And I hope that this is the most spectacular of all seventeen of the Kane and Alfred so <laughs> Thanks ever so much for having me. It's been really oh, great. Oh, absolutely. And you guys all wave goodbye as DK Hood leaves us. And I want to let you know that you can catch past shows on my website. Um, you can get the podcast links. You can see upcoming shows and you can read those books as well. While you're there, you can pick up one of my new releases, um, Big Horn or Sitting Duck, or catch up on any of the old books as well. It never hurts my feelings. I am duty bound to tell you that crime, crime, Crime and Wine is a copyrighted and solely owned production by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. That's all I've got for you tonight, folks. And so I hope you have a good one out there and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on Crime and Wine, chats with crime fiction authors and Pamela Fagan Hutchins. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll check back in with us next time for more thrills, suspense, and stories that will mystify, sometimes horrify, and always leave you wanting more.